What's going on, drinking buddies? How are you doing in quarantine or working if you're an essential worker? I hope everything's going well, your family's staying safe, everyone's staying as healthy as they possibly can in these wild-ass times we're living in. We got a good fucking podcast for you today. But before that good-ass podcast, we got to do the ad reads. Because generating money is a little important to me at the moment, since a lot of my gigs are dried the fuck up. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the video versions of And Now We Drink. The video versions are available on Vimeo and are 99 cents an episode, or $6.99 a month gets you unlimited episodes streaming. Watch them as many times as you want. I drop new episodes every week. So there's always new content for your subscription money. And that money goes directly to me. I appreciate the hell out of you if you buy some videos or check it out. I think being able to see us adds to the conversation because there's always shit going on that's visual, even though it's an audio-based format. We are also brought to you this week by uh, the fact that I'm a Twitch streamer now. So if you're into video games and want to hear me talk more shit while I'm playing video games, Go to www.twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. That is Matt F and N as in Nancy Slayer. I'm streaming all the fucking time. If you have Amazon Prime, sign up for Twitch Prime. It's free if you have Amazon Prime. Throw me a subscription. It once again puts some money in my pocket and costs you nothing but about five minutes to sign up. So I'd appreciate the hell out of you for it. We are brought to you this week by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record of the month club. In fact, every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. And each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please. Has things that you can't get anywhere else. Things like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, and comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing recipe. I've been talking about Vinyl Me Please for a long time. They've been with the show a long time. I love Vinyl Me Please. And especially with all this extra time, Rediscover music. Rediscover just sitting in a room, relaxing, listening to some rad vinyl. Jam out. Put your devices down, turn them off, and jam the fuck out. And since Vinyl Me Please isn't like Record of the Month Clubs of Old, if for whatever crazy reason you want to cancel, it's month to month, no strings attached. Do that now. Go to www.joinvmp.com slash A-N-W-D. Once again, Go to www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD and get started today. My guest this week is comedian Vaughn Michael. Vaughn is a hilarious dude. We talk about quarantine, not taking it seriously, hookups, the state of comedy. We just had a really good time with it. Sadly, it was a short episode because he had to get out of here, but just because it's short does not mean it wasn't a great episode. Can't wait to have Vaughn on again. Also, be sure to check out Vaughn's website, VaughnMichael.com, for his merchandise and his new special. If you don't want to go there, get it wherever you stream, Spotify, iTunes. Support Vaughn. He's a funny dude. Let's get on with the show. Sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy, Drinking Buddies.
Thanks for having me on. Hey, my absolute pleasure. Oh, man. So let's get this rock and roll. Vaughn, how the fuck are you doing, man? Man, I'm still <laughs> trying to stay busy, man. Um, trying to, trying to, you know, not think so much about all the negativity that's going on. Yeah, it's uh, fucking rough. Yeah. It's just, and washing my hands. Washing my hands. What about you? Uh, much of the same. Yeah, as I was just saying before we got on air, found out the first person I actually know died of this shit. So it's like, it's him making it hit home a little bit more. Right. Like, it's it's one thing when it's like, oh, hey, a friend of a friend and, you know, someone's parent died. It's like, it sucks, but it's doesn't quite register like, oh, hey, someone who I know. Right. Um, yeah, because I, I don't know about you, but for me, like, when it first was starting out, I, I, I didn't think this was real. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, in December, like, I started hitting rumbles and I saw people putting on the mask and everything. And I'm like, they idiots, you know, cons- conspiracy theories. And then it's like each month it start become more and more real. And um, I, I'm a tour comedian, so like it literally I had a weekend of touring, and then like that weekend going into Monday, um, it's like everything just shut down. It was it's pretty crazy. Oh yeah, I mean I I freely admit that I'm an idiot. I didn't take it seriously. March 16th, I was still in a restaurant. <laughs> like so, L.A. proper sent the order to shut all bars and restaurants. Like. Monday the 15th or Sunday the 15th at like midnight. Mm-hmm. And one of my guys was in from Chicago. I'm like, I'll give you a ride back to LAX, man. No problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and LAX is right around cities that are not technically Los Angeles. Okay. So we rolled into Roscoe's chicken and waffles in Inglewood. Cause it was still <laughs> open. We're like, let's get some fucking food, man. Fuck, fuck LA. There's shit, you know, shit shut down. Got breakfast, dropped him off at LAX. As we were leaving the restaurant, they're like, Oh, we're closing down too. I'm like, Oh, maybe wow. this, maybe the shit is serious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem was like the way they were representing it immediately was like, oh, it only affects the elderly. And, you know, it hasn't killed as many people as the flu has this year. Mm-hmm. It's no big deal, right? That's that's what I was thinking when they said affect the elderly. I was thinking I'm fine. I was like, I'm not really worried about this. The same thing about that flu thing. And no, then people start like New York right now. Literally, people are dying. And like I know people in New York, and it's just like the numbers that is happening is crazy. Oh yeah, and you see the reports of mass graves. It's like okay, nope, nope, that's real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've definitely seen it on social media. Some people being like, "Oh, <laughs> this is a five G conspiracy theory." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> yeah people are bringing it back to the 5g uh now I, that's conspiracy <laughs> like, motherfucker if anything 5g is gonna give you cancer <laughs> it's not gonna give you covid it's gonna give you cancer in like five years and probably in your dick <laughs> yeah nah i think um i think they said this was created by uh, somebody ate like a bat or something like that am i uh, safe? an undercooked bat yeah. You gotta remember when you eat bad, you gotta do it well done. <laughs> and um yeah, I think that's how it started, and then it just started to spread. Yeah. Just coughing on motherfuckers and <laughs> I, I tell you one thing. I, I do like the social distance thing though. Um I hope that we keep this in effect because I do hate 
being at the store and somebody is like all up on you, like breathing on your neck. So like, I hope that we keep the social distance um, implement after this whole quarantine thing is over with. Nah, I, I hope so too, but man, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> and like some of the guidelines I hope go away. Cause like, I just saw something from the CDC. Like if you're going to be sexually active, keep kissing to a minimum and no anal play. I'm like, no butt stuff, <laughs> no butt stuff. That can't, butt stuff can't be extinct because of this. That'd be the biggest tragedy of all COVID. <laughs> no butt stuff. I didn't know that was going on. Yeah, because it can be transmitted via feces, so. Man, I haven't been messing with anybody. I, I've just been, I might forget it. Like, I'm not going to risk my life right now. Uh, that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've slipped up once. I've, I've left my apartment one time in the last three weeks, and I slipped up once because very cute female friend of mine was like, I need some help with some audio stuff. I'm like, uh, she's, she's, she's there by herself. Like it's safe. <laughs> you got to ask questions, man. You got to ask like um, questions. Like when the last time you cough, at the end of the day, it, it, you know, it was just a, we just ended up hanging. Nothing else happened. I'm like, man, I just risked my life, life to watch a movie with a girl. Oh yeah! Oh, you still like to be in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never know unless you try, man. You never know. <laughs> I mean, that would be an absolute motherfucker if I get taken out by this because I the ultimate friend zoning, friend zoning into the grave. Oh man! <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that would be the worst. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the, when you have my Skype funeral, I'll be like. <laughs> and Matt was in the friend zone and it fucking killed him. Man, that is funny. It's sad, but funny at the same time. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I've decided that I cannot die during this for two reasons. One, I have a life insurance policy that is literally just for an open bar at my funeral. <laughs> really, I do. Wow. I really, a couple of years back, my uh, my state farm agent's like, well, you have renter's insurance and auto insurance through us. If you get life insurance, it'll bring down your policy like fucking 50 bucks a month and the life insurance is only $17. Hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. Where right. the fuck else is 50 grand going to go? Bar. <laughs> Open bar at my funeral, man. <laughs> so if I die now, there can't be an open bar over Skype. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. It's- and the other reason I can't die is the last person I had sex with cannot be the last person I have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's pure determination there. <laughs> you gotta get you a, a better one here. <laughs> right. My fucking that's ex. Funny. That is funny, man. So if yo, old girl had not friend zoned me on Friday, I could have died at least not check that off on the <laughs> Would have been good. Would have been good. <laughs> yep. So I guess I just got to keep on living. <laughs> That's goals. You got goals. <laughs> right? They're hopefully easily attainable goals. Hopefully. <laughs> Not setting the bar too high. That's funny. <laughs> what else you been doing with yourself? You're doing a lot of writing? Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm a lot of writing, um, getting things knocked out, working on um, 
preparing because right now I do stand up full time. So, you know, of course we can't get on stage. So I'm working on a whole new act. So by the time we're able to, you know, clubs to open it back up, you know, have a new act um, to be ready to tour with. Nice. Um, Working out, you know, getting my health right and stuff like that. Taking that time because I'm always on the road. So I never really have like focused on like getting in shape and stuff like that. And I have diabetes. So just been focusing on um, trying to drop some weight while I'm during this quarantine and uh, build some healthy habits. Nice. Nice. Are you doing any of like the streaming mics while you're at it? No. Um, I've done like two of them, but it really, uh, it was a cool setup, but I, I'm, I'm kind of just focusing right now on sketches and writing. I don't really want to do too much of that. Um, I don't like the feel of it. Um, but it's, it's pretty cool. I've seen a lot of people that's, that's been doing it. Um, but it's, I don't think it's for me though. No, I, I totally get it. Like normally under certain normal circumstances, I don't do this show remotely because it's, mm-hmm. I don't, it's not the vibe I want, but you know, I'm just trying to adapt with the times because the show must go on. Right. No. I, and I totally get the, no, you want the, the roar of the audience. You want to see the guy in the front row, how he's reacting to your set, you know? Right. Um, but it's pretty cool. Like somebody did it on um, Google hangout and that was a pretty cool setup. Cause like, as I was talking, you can hear the people react to you and kind of like see their face. So that was good. Instagram on the other hand is kind of not so good because Instagram people got to type and you see their reaction. I don't really like that. So um, I like Google Hangouts and people say you could, I haven't tried it on zoom before. They say zoom is pretty good as well. You should um, be able to. I mean, you can have as many fucking people on Zoom as you want. Okay. And then, you know, nice part about Zoom versus like doing it on Instagram is you actually have a heckler. You could kick them from the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to check it out, man. Um, but um, yeah, I've seen this. There's a lot of those shows going on. I was funny because the first one I did, one of the two, somebody didn't do the show because they had a migraine and that was just kind of funny it was just like how you somebody didn't show up to a virtual show like <laughs> a migraine not already like how are you ever planning to make it on the road if you're calling out for a virtual show from your living room like you club gonna pay you a bunch of money to be you know headlining you're like i'm sorry i have a headache i can't no motherfucker the show must go on it's show right. business <laughs> That was funny to me. Um, but yeah, that was that experience. But um, I'm a big fan of sketch comedy. So it's like, this is my focus right now is on sketches. And um, I want to see how I can start implementing that more when I do hit the road and like find a balance between both of them. Nice. You're going to do some TikTok stuff in the meantime? You know, I know um, that's getting popular right now. Nah, man, like, I, I feel like it's, it's a moment. It's a cool moment, but it's like, uh, it's not, I don't see it's lasting for a long time. It's just right now in a moment. And what about you? I mean, you're looking at what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm doing my own show. I, I thankfully in normal life produced for a couple other people's podcasts. And like, I have at okay. least one client who's still wanting to do everything remotely. So I at least have some work that way. And other than that, like, I've started playing Twitch, like video games on Twitch. I'm a Twitch streamer now. That's, that's the, like, it's streaming people playing video games. Yeah, I heard a lot of people make money from that as well. I mean, I make a little money, a little, but I'm, you know, a month in, so. Okay. What game are you playing on Twitch? 
Oh, I'm playing uh, UFC 2 because I refuse to play UFC 3. Because <laughs> that game is garbage. UFC 3 is garbage. Uh, Borderlands 3, Fortnite, because it's fucking popular. I should fire up GTA 5 again. GTA 5, yeah. Love GTA. I'm sure a bunch of children want to watch me play GTA 5 just screaming profanities at people as I'm just <laughs> launching rocket launchers at motherfuckers. <laughs> but That's funny. The way I looked at it was like, I'm probably going to be playing a bunch of video games in my downtime anyways. Mm-hmm. And normally the way Twitch works is like, you got to build a following before they invite you to the affiliate program where you can make money. Uh, because of a deal with SoundCloud, they made it so if you had a SoundCloud Pro account, they would bump you to affiliate immediately. Oh. And I just happened to have a SoundCloud Pro account. It's not the main place I host the show. It just is one of the other places I host it. Right. So I'm like, oh, I can be an affiliate day one. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can make money at this day one. Done. That's good. Man, I'm not. I'm making enough to get a couple bottles of booze a month. It's not like I'm going to pay my rent playing video games. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it probably takes time to build up to the yeah. bigger dollars. And I don't quite have the tits for it. <laughs> oh, really? That's that's what it takes. Oh, I mean, there's definitely some hot girls playing video games that just you know thirsty gamer dudes are just like, <laughs> dude. I had um, I had for the first time I went to it's called BlurCon. And uh, what's the black um, black nerd convention? And I didn't know that there was so many so many female nerds. Oh yeah, and, it's popular like, now. And like beautiful, like that's not what you think would be a nerdy woman. Like these women are gorgeous, and it's just like, I, man, I want to be a nerd now. Like it was, it blew my mind. So I can only imagine what's on Twitch. <laughs> Oh yeah, there are, there are some beautiful women that are cosplaying, like, and they're playing their game, or they're just playing games in their underwear, or. <laughs> and you got to, especially in this time, you know, there's a bunch of horny, lonely dudes, and like, the only way you're really going to make money on Twitch is interacting with the people that are in your chat room while you play. Mm-hmm. So you got horny, lonely, lonely dudes, and like hot girl in her underwear playing video games, like. I like video games. I like hot girls and she has to interact with me as part of how she makes <laughs> her money. Fucking. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I'm like, I got to check this Twitch out. What you, you have to, can you just log on it from like a computer and watch oh, it? Yeah. Just go to a website, uh, twitch.tv. Okay. And it, you can watch it on the website. They got apps. It's, it's actually pretty cool. Like I wasn't, super into watching people play video games but occasionally it's amusing especially if you got people that are doing like fucking speed runs mm. you know anything about speed running uh-huh. it's like these motherfuckers are through glitches and just mastering the game are like beating the original mario brothers in 12 minutes oh and 12 wow yeah like the whole point of it is to beat the game in as fast as humanly possible and they're going for world records and shit wow I want to see that. Yeah, that's entertaining. Yeah, because like, I watched someone, they have them on YouTube too. I watched someone do like a fucking 12 minute run. Of, you remember Golden Axe in like the arcades? Yeah. Like, didn't, Golden Axe in like under 20 minutes, the whole game. And so they know glitches to get like past through certain levels pretty much? Uh, on that play, like it wasn't so much glitching. It was just like mastery of like where every 
everyone spawned. Uh, okay. Like there was a couple of levels where like there's a cliff where like, you know, it's meant for if the player falls off, they just lose a life. Like would mm-hmm. stand there and then like the, the enemy would run at them. They just move out of the way. The enemy launch themselves off the cliff. Oh, wow. They're just killing everything. It's just like, how many hours did it take you to master this? <laughs> right. <laughs> it took a lot to go into that. Yeah. Um, do you play video games at all or? Um, I play like mostly like sports games, like 2K Madden, um, Grand Theft Auto as well. Everyone plays GTA. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you on Xbox or PS? Xbox. Nice. Hell yeah. Someone on Xbox so often on the PS4, I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I played PS since like, I want to say the, maybe the third, second one after that. After that Xbox, I forget which Xbox that was. Xbox 360. That's when I switched over to Xbox. See, I, I switched over to the original Xbox from PS2 just because it had a fucking hard drive and it was just better hardware at the time. Yeah. And then I just stayed with Xbox the whole fucking way. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That that big Xbox, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, the big-ass Xbox. One of the things about it is I got big fucking hands. So, mm-hmm. like, the big-ass original Xbox controllers were great. Yeah, yeah, they were huge. Isn't there a new Xbox that's supposed to be coming out? Yeah, the Xbox X is coming out sometime in the near future. Okay. We'll see. I'm not buying another generation system for a hot minute. Like, I'm going to see what comes out before I'm like, mm, yeah, $1,000 on a video game system. Yeah, it's going to be expensive when it first comes. You probably got to wait like a year or two just to get well, the regular And just to see what like kind of titles that come with, like, Launch titles are just meh. You never know. <laughs> I kind of want to get the um the switch. Um, that seems kind of fun. Uh, oh yeah, and portable. I, portable. I I do want to play the new Smash Brothers, but because of the fucking lockdown, like they are gouging on what switches cost. Like I've seen them online. People are like six hundred dollars for a fucking switch. What? Yep. What? I guess because most people want to play the game right now. Yep, because people are at home, especially because the new Animal Crossing came out. So, like, that's the new game for casuals. Mm-hmm. Like, all all these girls I know are like, I want to get a Switch to play Animal Crossing. I'm like, <laughs> I, whatever makes you happy, girl. $600 for a fucking Switch. Fuck that. No, I'm fine. Get that. I'll watch it on Twitch. Exactly. I'll watch, <laughs> I'll watch your pretty ass play it on Twitch and see what it's all about. Yeah, that else. yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and there are definitely people making like a full on living playing video games on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have you know told our parents' generation like, no, I'm practicing for my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Because I, I I feel like I'm part of that generation where things kind of just change um, immediately. Like I remember, like when I was in high school, my parents were trying to tell me. Don't worry about the kids that, you know, in your school, you're never going to see these kids again. Once you graduate, everybody can go to separate way. Like, you're never going to hear these people. And then Facebook was created. And I know everybody that I graduated with in high school with. And it was just like that video games. It was just like everything my parents taught me. It was like, it was wrong. Oh, yeah. Go back a couple of generations and, you know, people's parents were telling them, you know, they're never going to shit in the house. They just don't know. Technology. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Technology just catches up with people. 
I feel like, let's say, how old are you? Um, 28. Oh, shit. Okay, so you're a bit younger than me. See, I, I'm happy about my generation because I grew up analog and then moved into digital, but I'm not so old where mm-hmm. I don't get digital. But my ass still had to go outside and play. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, you'd be lucky if one friend had a Nintendo. Yeah, I, I think we had, I feel like, every, yeah, when I started growing up, everybody pretty much had a video game, Sega Genesis or like a Nintendo. Yeah, it started to become like the norm. Yeah, but, you know, 10 years later, yeah, Super Nintendos, everyone had a fucking Super Nintendo or a uh, fucking N64. Yeah, I remember that, N64, yeah. <laughs> the original Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone had Right, but even in those days, you still had to get together with motherfuckers if you wanted to play. Right, because um, I remember '99. I want to say PlayStation came out, and then the PlayStation Two came out. When that came out, it was like you could go online at that point, but it was like terrible. Like it oh, yeah. was like it lagged like crazy. Um, and then PlayStation Three, it started to get better and better over the years. Yeah, as, as internet speeds went up and like. It became fucking possible because I definitely tried to play like some shooters on the original Xbox on Xbox Live, and it was just like <laughs> it was just horrible. Yeah, like I swear I shot that motherfucker. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but I was saying the Xbox 360 is when it's like it started to get way better. Definitely, but I also miss like on the couch playing multiplayer. Okay, like, like friends coming over and stuff. Friends coming over, well, and like the original Xbox, because you can network them. We used to have fucking like Xbox parties. We'd have people drag big ass 300 pound TVs up to someone's apartment. Yeah. Set up three, four TVs in someone's apartment, four Xboxes, 16 players, like locally yeah. playing Halo. Yeah, I do. I, I remember that. We used to have, um, we'll have like, 2K tournaments, NBA Live, back in that time, NBA Live tournaments, Madden tournaments, um, all at the house. Um, yeah, it, it definitely was an experience. Um, yeah, I, I do kind of miss those days, now that you say that. Well, then, I honestly feel like, I'm going to sound like an old motherfucker here, but like kids these days don't know how to fucking socialize because like all they do is fucking interact with people through fucking screens. Yeah, yeah, you, you, I can definitely tell, man. Um <laughs> people don't know how to communicate we got all these um phones and laptops and like it's even tough to be like in a relationship nowadays because people don't know how to communicate um it's, it's a weird it's weird times oh i know i mean it, it's such a weird time like you'd be out with a woman and be like yo 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 am i not entertaining you enough right my, is my <laughs> bullshit not good enough for you what the fuck like what <laughs> What the fuck's happening here? And you know, one of my one of the moves I'll do is I, I will like just be like take her phone and just put it down face down, put my phone face down on top of it, be like, yo, we're here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that works out well, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I I get what you're doing, but like be in the moment, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy this. Like you can always be on your phone. Right. The world, you're not gonna miss anything. You're not gonna you're not gonna miss anything. You may miss something that I have to fucking say, and it's just nothing's more frustrating. Like especially when you're trying to get to know somebody, mm-hmm. and they can't fucking put down their goddamn phone. Yeah, yeah. That's I feel like a lot of the times like that. That's the um, 
how some people cope, like when they're they're like not used to talking to people, they do that to kind of like um, to hide in a way, so they don't have to show yeah, who they really are. They don't have to voice their opinion. They don't have to. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's fucking up. That's just fucked up. I mean, and that's just the way of the world now. Like especially you got people that are still kids these days. Like their parents just handing them a fucking iPad as mm-hmm. they're. Like, oh, I'm not going to teach you manners. I'm not going to teach you not to fucking talk in a restaurant. Here, take this iPad so I don't have to, like, teach you shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird, man. Being in this quarantine has kind of taught me how, like, um, how to use your your devices and don't let your devices use you. Because um, I kind of just turn my phone off between certain hours and just not able to be reached and just focus on what I can do. And then, like, I get my time, like, maybe an hour or two a day to be on social media text messages and stuff like that you are much more disciplined than me i am a goddamn junkie (laughs) like i i am trying to be productive and get editing done and stuff like that and be like editing's on screen like well what's on the happening on facebook then then put it down edit get back up i need to get better but discipline has never really been my strong suit so uh, Mm -hmm. maybe this is a time for self-improvement yeah, yeah, that and same for me. I had to just um, I had to start giving myself deadlines. That's been helping out the most when I I, I see like um, you know, I got to get this done by Friday. I'm like, all right, I ain't got time to bullshit. I gotta like put the phone down and, and focus on that, and um, that helps out a lot for me. Uh, thankfully, I have one hard deadline, which is I drop new episodes of the show every Thursday at noon. So mm-hmm. I have that hard deadline, but the problem is I cannot have that hard deadline in a day. So it's like one day of discipline versus, and then six days of just dicking around. <laughs> have you, um, have you tried like giving yourself more things to do? Like, like, cause it sounds like, like you might be bored with which like you need more. Well, I, I tell myself, I, I'm like, Oh, Hey, I could get ahead of the game. Like I could edit next week's episode. Oh, I have some client stuff. I could be editing. Um, I, I honestly, I'm sorry to my audience. I have like eight video episodes that are also in the back catalog that I really should get out. <laughs> like some of them are almost a year old at this point. Like the audio has been out for the whole time. Like I'm not sitting on the audio, but it was like, I didn't get the video part edited in time and then just never got around to back and coming back around to it. Gotcha. These are all things I should be doing. Mm-hmm. But since I don't have anything else that is like hard deadline. I don't have a recording schedule with like a client or things, social obligations where I got to like, Oh, I got to be out and see people and blah, blah. I'm like I can do it later. 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 And then it's all of a sudden like, it's been three days, man. Do yeah. something. <laughs> Not favorite. That's why I like, I specifically get myself between the hours of 12 to 5 PM on my designated. I'm working on comedy and like, I just focus on those things because I'm the same way. Like I have to have structure because if I don't have structure, I will procrastinate and like put things off. And like, obviously I get to it. Then I don't get to it. Yeah. I I keep telling myself, I'm going to try to get better about it. (laughs) I also told myself, like, I'm going to have all this free time. Now I'm going to work out. I ain't worked out shit. And then because what I, you know, normally I try to eat fairly clean. Because, mm-hmm. like, the healthy shits in L.A. is what's been disappearing off shelves. You can get nothing but fucking garbage at the stores now. 
Oh, I feel you. Because L.A. is one of them areas where everybody want to be actors, models, comedians, rappers. And like, so everybody take care of themselves. So like they gluten free over there, like healthy um, almond milk and stuff like. But the rest of the world do is eating junk food. <laughs> the rest of the world don't eat like L.A. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I'm stuck eating fucking garbage right now because, like, last couple times I've rolled to the store, it's like, oh, man, fucking, there's no fresh meat. There's no fucking eggs. The the 12 eggs I have in my fridge now are, like, the first time in a month I was able to get eggs. Mm-hmm. Like, fresh fruit and vegetables just fucking gone or just, like, looking raggedy as fuck. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, all this processed shit, that's there. Cool. Uh, I guess I'm going to eat that because I'm not looking to starve. <laughs> so I was like, oh, hey, mm, more mac and cheese. This is great. <laughs> Thankfully, I've been led to believe that a lot of people are eating a lot of carbs to help cope with the situation. And a couple yeah, people have declared that once we're out of this, this summer is all about personalities, not looks. So I'm hoping to clean up. <laughs> nah, bro. I, I I know people are doing that. People are eating. That's why I've been working out almost every day, bro. I'm coming out here with a, a, a six pack. Like I'm I'm I'm, I'm preparing. Like I'm gonna be the sexiest dude. Like because I've been fat for like the last five years. So I'm like, this is my summer right here. Because every <laughs> the normal and fit people are gonna be fat, but I'm gonna be like in shape. I'm like- taking. <laughs> Like, that's right, girl. I'm funny and I got a six pack. What up? How are you gonna deal with this? <laughs> yeah, but personality. I, I do think a lot of people are gonna come out of this joint, this thing fat. I'm, I'm <laughs> people are gonna come out of this fat and horny. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Um, I'm I'm going to definitely be dodging a lot. I'm I'm gonna be picky. I'm like, look, I worked out all quarantine. What you got to offer? Ah, see, I'm gonna fuck everything that moves. Like, oh, you want me inside you? Cool. I got nuts to spare. They've been backed up. (laughs) I'm gonna be like, ew, you ate Cheetos. Shit. By the end of this, I'm gonna be so horny. Like, oh, you got Cheeto dust on my dick? Okay, it's fine. Let's just go. Let's just go. That's funny. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm so thankful. I'm not like locked in with a romantic partner. I can only imagine how difficult that would be for people that are like in relationships that are quarantined together. Yeah, man. I, I my roommate, man. Um, she locked in with her boyfriend, and they were like pre quarantine, so they was like early March quarantine, and you know, like. I think that personally, they're going to get a divorce by the time this thing is over with because you really learn about somebody during this quarantine. Like, you got to be with them all day, every day. You don't like, nobody likes that somebody that much. No, not at all. And depending on where you're at in the relationship, you might not be comfortable enough to like give people their own space, even though you need to. But how do you give somebody your space? Because, like, if you're in the house together, like, like, one of y'all go in the bedroom, one of you go in the living room. I don't know. Yeah, it's no. That's but, the thing is I've been wondering, like, I think <laughs> Facebook gonna crash because you're gonna see so many um uh, relationship status change to single oh, after yeah. this quarantine is over. Oh, I'm I'm looking all up and down for that. 
that's why I'm getting in shape because I know the girl I want. She dumping her man. <laughs> Your dude got fat and smelled like shit the whole quarantine. You're coming out all fucking, you know, swole. Like. <laughs> oh, man. I'm prepared for this, bro. Nah, see, you're doing it better than me. You're doing it better than me. I'm just going to be like, yo, girl. Hey, I'm funny. Come on. Uh, you ain't got laid in a minute. Oh, man. Yeah, I, um, that's something. I've really been thinking about that a lot because I don't know, man. Like, when this, I'm thinking this quarantine's going to end early. Um, I don't. I'll tell you why. I don't think that we're, we shouldn't let it end early, but I think that Trump is trying to wants to get this economy back and going. I, I, I think America is all about money, and it's like they're going to try to end this as soon as possible. See, here's the thing: I think some states are going to try to end this as soon as possible. The problem is, is since it's up to each fucking governor, places like Texas and Florida are going to try to end it as fast as they humanly can. Mm-hmm. California and New York are not. Yeah, New York definitely. I, I, I'm not going to New York probably for three years, bro. Like, like New York is dirty by itself. Like, you think I want to go out there with Corona, New York? Ugh. I don't know, man. In a year or so, apartments are going to be affordable in New York. Oh, that's what I was telling somebody. I was like, gentrification about the end. Because after all this, like, people, <laughs> the whites are not going to want to move back into the city. They're going to move back to the suburbs. I know. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Corona might have ended gentrification. <laughs> it's going to be the new white flight. <laughs> it's going to be like the 60s all over again. It's like white people to the suburbs. <sighs> My ass like, nope, staying in the city. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. That's why I've been getting in shape. I've been kind of trying to save some money to the side because I'm like, I'm about to give me a nice apartment in the city. <laughs> I'm planning, bro. You gotta, you gotta, you know. <laughs> All the lame white people out to the suburbs, it'll be great. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I was, that's what he said. I, I literally was having a conversation with somebody about that the other day. And, um, yeah, I'm going to say I go. But, yeah, I, I do agree with you. Probably, I don't know, California looks like I, I was watching today. Like, y'all are, um, California is, like, on a decrease. They're, like, doing the best in, in the country. We are. And we're also not going to do shit but continue to be the best in the country by like la as a city is already extended to may 15th and it's going to extend again yeah well, i'm a, i'm right now i live in dc but i of course we have a family in virginia and we are we have it until june 10th oh shit yeah so that's what like i'm thinking june is going to end because i don't think i don't see them giving us another stimulus check um i don't think they want to pay everybody unemployment I, I really see, but I think uh, for what I'm hearing, it's going to be like uh, they're going to do it in like, you know, groups of bringing people back into the workforce. Well, it, like I think it all depends on the antibody test when they're able to safely test to see if you know, you're going to catch it or not. Yeah. Uh, but the thing about it is it's an election year. So motherfucking politicians are going to play nice because they got to worry about their jobs. Mm-hmm. The last thing they want to do is like, Fuck the people, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, hey, you're out on your ass because you all these unemployed people have plenty of time to go fucking vote now. You know what? You got a great point. Trump might give us another stimulus check, man. He might, <laughs> he might give us another one. 
He's like, I want to save my job. <laughs> and what's fucked up is how many dumb motherfuckers are going to vote for him again just because they got $1,200. Bro, I, w- I was I was literally talking to my mom about that. It was just like, because he really fucked up this whole Corona thing. Like, we should have been prepared for this. Um, he shouldn't have been out there saying this is a hoax. Like, because him saying that made me feel like, yo, like this, it can't be that real. And like, because that's your president, that's your leader. So you're like, he must know something. But like, if this wasn't, if it wasn't so many people dying, this would be funny. Because it's like, yo, this dude is that bad. But it's like, people, it's, it's too many people dying to even laugh at it. It's, it's kind of like, he really dropped the ball on this one. And I don't see how anyone could vote for him. And like, I typically don't even vote. But I'm like, yo, I'm going to vote because like, <laughs> this can't happen again. Like, that's how how bad it is. Oh, 100%. You can't. At this point, it's just so irresponsible. If you are able to vote and you don't vote, fuck you. Like, yeah. our whole fucking world has been turned on outside in a way that none of us ever thought possible. Yeah, I, I would have never thought I'd seen something like this. This is like Black Plague type of like what's going on right now. And it's, it scares me as well because it's like it makes me think about like terrorist attacks in the future and stuff like that. Is this going to be the new wave, like some type of thing like this instead of a bomb like this is this is this kind of scary man yeah it it's kind of scary well it just shows how fragile like our system really fucking is that's Mm -hmm. that's really what for me was like holy fuck because you know you have plans like oh i'm gonna go on vacation later this year like i'm gonna you know oh if i lost my job that would suck but you know life would go on and this is like oh hey completely out of the blue you know in within 90 days of it entering the world has changed the world forever in a way that none of us could have predicted right yeah exactly um it's 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 helped me like really rethink like everything like now especially as a comedian like i understand that you have to be making somehow money digitally um so it's like making albums like that's gonna be my focus now is like dropping albums getting as much content out there so that if something like this does happen again i can have those different types of streams of income um have your website set up so you can sell merch stuff like that digital content this if anything if this teaches you anything digital content is like the future and it's one of the things that people always gonna want no matter what um so it's just I don't know. It really made me open my eyes and see how um, I kind of been kind of lazy just doing stand up and that, that's it. But it's like, no, you got, you need other streams of money. Uh, 100%. Because I feel like even if we reopen tomorrow, people still wouldn't leave their house immediately. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Exactly. Like if they were like opened up the DC improv tomorrow and like, yo, Vaughn, we watch a headline. You'd be like, mm, mm. nah. No, I'm cool. And even if you decide, okay, I'm going to do it. How many people are going to show up to your show? Right. They could paper the whole fucking room. Right. And still not have a sold out show. Right. You know, people are going to be afraid to leave their houses. I mean, there are definitely going to be a bunch of motherfuckers who run right out into the street the minute they let us. But there is still going to be a major portion of the people who are like, I'm not. Nope. Not. Especially that first wave, because I kind of want to like, 
I'm kind of debating because I, I really think things are going to start opening up in June, um, like jobs and stuff like that. But I think as far as like entertainment, probably July, August is when you'll start seeing live entertainment. And I kind of don't want to go out with that first wave. I kind of want to wait and just see, kind of like with the Xbox. I don't want to get the first gear of the Xbox. Everybody get the kinks out and see how it's going to fuck up. And then that second wave kind of get back into society. Oh, I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm, I may slip out for some ass, but not, <laughs> not, not public, public. <laughs> I, mean, I gotta be honest with myself. I, you know, I'd love to tell my audience like, yeah, I'm going to be strong. I'm not going to leave the house. The minute they're like the stay at home orders. Over the order. Well, the first, the first, um, I'll say first couple of weeks of quarantine was hard for me. I was like, yeah, it was, it, it hit me. It was like, I was hitting up girls, women, like, yo, it was good. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me come through. But like this, if anything, this taught me discipline. Um, and it taught me that, um, I guess that's why when I say that, like, I can, I, I'm going to choose like only the best of the best women. Cause like, now I'm like, shit, if I waited this long, I ain't gonna just sleep with anybody. Like I'm gonna get <laughs> the best quality. See, I'm going the opposite route. I'm like, life's short. <laughs> get it all in. We're putting in. No- we're putting up numbers. Putting up numbers. <laughs> he said quantity over quality. <laughs> right. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> it's just you know, at this point, it's like, oh hey, I gotta make up for lost time. Right. <laughs> gotta. Can't be like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, bro. <laughs> Plus, you know, in the grand scheme of things, the quality woman doesn't necessarily want me in their life. <laughs> you know, like, oh, hey, drunk, por- occasional pornographer. Yeah, uh, I'm going to attract a lawyer or a doctor. Mm, probably not. <laughs> so, you know, well, get in where you fit in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, the first place I'm gonna go to is the barbershop to get my beard lined up and get my hair done. So that, that's the first place. That yeah, I am there with you on that. Like, <laughs> this, this is a little bit of self trimming, but I like I gave up on that two weeks ago. So yeah, obviously I'm doing interviews in a bathroom. So <laughs> like, my um, audience will know every episode that happened during the you know, coronavirus because like I've done every last one of these in this bathroom. <laughs> Like, I, I'm not putting on shirts anymore. Friday, when I went over to a girl's place, it's the first time I'd put on pants in weeks, and I was kind of afraid they weren't going to fit. <laughs> like, oh shit, this girl's asking me to come over. I got to put on pants. Oh, please let them fit. Please let them fit. Because if I show up even sloppier than usual, this is not going to be a good thing. Fucking pants oh, fit. That's funny. I haven't put on like. I put on like shorts and like sweatpants, but I haven't really put on jeans per se. That's funny that you say that. But hey, on your end, it would be good. Like eventually, you put on pants, pants they just fall off. You're like, oh shit, doing good work. I'm I'm telling you, bro. I can't wait. Give me. I need. I want this to last about two more months. Yeah, to June. I need to May to June. Yeah, I need two months, and I'm I'm telling you, I'm coming out there ripped, bro. I got to play. <laughs> what, what is your home workout routine? 
Um, like today I woke up, I ran two and a half miles, walked two and a half miles, um, did jump rope for 20 minutes and did five minutes of plank. Damn. And then like tomorrow I'll do like a circuit workout where it's like, um, 20 jump lunges, um, 20 pushups, um, 10 burpees and 10 jump squats. And then I'll run two and a half miles, walk two and a half miles, and then five minutes of playing. You are uh, much, much more motivated than <laughs> I am. Bro, I'm, <laughs> this summer, I'm pulling Beyonce, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm pulling. JC, watch I'm out. Taylor like, Swift, I'm pulling something. <laughs> I'm going for the top, bro. Oh, shit. You, you want to be one of Taylor Swift's, Swift's future songs? Is that what you yeah. want to be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'd be one of my future jokes. We can do it. We can be a partnership. She's <laughs> like, I did this skinny ass white girl. <laughs> I want to go to a Taylor Swift concert, man. I became a fan of her when I went through a breakup. But like, I'm scared. Like, I feel like if I go to her concert, I have to wear like a shirt that says I'm not security. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gonna think the black dude with dreadlocks is <laughs> security. They don't think I'm about to slip me. <laughs> no girl I like what you have to say <laughs> from, um, from what I understand she's an absolute sweetheart too mm-hmm. uh, got me a year or so back like she showed up to like someone's engagement party at just a bar in LA like one of the people getting engaged was a big fan of hers mm-hmm. and uh their friend like reached out to Taylor somehow. I was like, Hey, these people are getting engaged. One of them is a huge fan. And she showed up to a bar with a guitar for the engagement party. Oh, wow. Like just free of charge. Just did that. Like that's dope. That's giving back. Yeah. Like how many real, like that level of celebrity would do that. Just, yeah. She's huge too. Yeah. That's pretty dope. That makes me like her even more. Yeah. I always like it when I hear like, Celebrities doing good shit, especially when they don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's amazing when people are like, oh, you're still like a good person. This shit hasn't gone to your head. Right. Especially something like that, too. I, well, I really like it because like usually celebrity, they be like, All right, I'm going to donate some money. Like they should use that as a tax credit off right off. But it's like something like that is like you giving your time. It's like you're not even getting nothing in return, honestly, for that. You're just doing a good gesture. So I can respect that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you get a little publicity from it. But when you're a Taylor Swift level, like, do you really need that level of publicity? Like, oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the, you see all the, the things about Keanu Reeves being a good dude. Like I used to think that was just a publicity thing. No, he's really actually a good dude. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like uh, I used to work security at a, a theater in LA and we'd do some high end events. Like they would live Lynch foundation, shit like that. I mean, I've told this story on air a couple of times, but like Keanu didn't walk the carpet, bought his own ticket. Weighed in line with the general public and just flat out refused any special service. He came up to me during the intermission, like, hey, where do I smoke? I'm like, let me get somebody for you to get you somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. as the head of security, I'm like, I just don't want people bothering Keanu Reeves. He's like, no, yeah. where do I smoke? And like, went out to the smoking patio, just flat out refused any service, like special treatment. Yeah. Like, just a real dude. Bro, I feel like, I feel like sometimes you got to do stuff like that because, like, that fame can really get to you. 
um, and, and make you very um, narcissistic. Like it can like to an extreme. And like I'm not even famous yet. And like I know at times like some people like locally like they can blow my head up and like that can really start to affect you as a person. And uh, you can come off as an asshole, become entitled. Um, so like sometimes I, I feel like people like especially um, entertainers, you need to like just be a regular person and uh, appreciate that. I agree. I agree. I mean, I have, I have some friends that I've known for a long time. Like, I, and I've said to them, like, I, I'm not famous by any fucking stretch of the imagination. Like, I, I don't think I'm, but I'm like, I've told them like, Hey, if I ever do get famous and if I, I ask you to call me my stage name in private, please punch me. <laughs> yeah. Like if I ever, ever ask you to call me by my stage name, just fucking hit me. Hell, I kind of called it off with a girl. Cause she was bragging to people. And I'm not fucking famous, but she was bragging to people who know like my real last name about hanging out with me, like by my stage name. And it was weird to me. I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. this, this doesn't, this doesn't sit with me. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. It's, <laughs> and it's I'm not weird, fucking man. famous. <laughs> I had to like, it's tough for me to even date. Cause like one thing, like when I'm, I'm a person that's like, I'm a private person. So like when I date, I don't really want other people to know for the drama, stuff like that. But for some women, especially if they're insecure, they feel like you're treating them like a side chick. They're like, why, why you want to see me in public? Why you want to do this and do this? And it's just like, I don't want the drama to go with it. You know, if I talk about you on stage, you know, like that could be embarrassing to you. And it's just like, but it's for, that's why I have, I've had a tough time dating. Cause um, people, they don't want to be in the, in the, so the private with it. Yeah. I totally get it. Like if you are not a public persona, you definitely may not want to be comfortable with being thrust into the fucking light. Right. And that's why I tell anyone I get involved with, like, I am going to talk about our relationship on air. It's going to happen. Good or bad. I'm going to talk about that shit on air. Yeah. You definitely got to communicate that type of stuff. I'm learning that now. You got to communicate that type of stuff. And you also have to explain to them why. Um, because people really think think they're the side chick. And it's like, nah, it's just a private person. I mean, if you don't like it, you'll date somebody at UPS, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I am, what would you do if someone you were really down with was just like, no, I need you to, you know, show me off. And they really wanted to be public with you. I can't be in that relationship because it's like, why... Why do you feel so much the need to be shown off? Like that's your own insecurity, and so I, I don't even want to deal with that. Because well, then, go ahead. What if they want to show you off? What if they want to just have a bunch of pictures with you on their socials? Um, I mean that's fine. They, they, I mean they can do that, but it's just like at the same time, it's just like I don't know. I, I feel like somebody that needs the need to show you off. Like we can't just have a relationship and be private. Like. I, I, I we can't I couldn't deal with it. It's it's gonna become too much because also on my end the guilt. Like once people start knowing about you, and then if I go on stage and I talk about you, and then I gotta deal with them knowing oh this specific thing about you, and then I'm starting to feel guilty. That's gonna feel to my heart. Um, yeah, that's the last. So. That's the last thing anybody wants. The last thing you know, fucking having to censor your art because of the you know person you're with. Yeah, like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. absolutely fuck that like that's the the point of doing comedy that's a fucking be uncensored be fucking raw 
Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. I get you. I just personally, I'm just trying to find someone who's just down with putting up with my bullshit. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> like, I, I like I'm joking saying that I want top of the tier women, but like, I guess what I'm seriously saying is, I I found I gotta find somebody that can like fit into my lifestyle. Like, I can't just date a regular chick because regular chick might not be able to deal with this world. Yeah. And um, a lot of people don't get it because like they be like, well, you're not famous yet. I'm like, well, you know, Kevin Hart wasn't famous at first, you know, uh, Deion Cole wasn't famous at first. And um, like, look at, matter of fact, look at Kevin Hart. You know that his, his, um, his ex, she, she was fed up with him always talking about her on stage. She messed around and turned into a comedian. And it's like, that, that, that plays on people. So. Yeah. Um- do you think it'd be better off dating someone who's already an entertainer? Someone else who's you now gets being in public, being in the spotlight? Not necessarily. I wouldn't want to date a comedian per se, but oh, maybe no. like a, a singer, you know, maybe somebody that's in film, but like still in the industry, but not directly in comedy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like even dating another comic or dating a musician or anyone who like they're, Entertainment gig involves them being on the road with you being a road comic would be pretty mm-hmm. fucking difficult too. Yeah. What do you mean by being difficult? Well, like, well, Cause you know, you're out on the road, they're out on the road, like just keeping the relationship together while both of you are touring in separate places. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I see your point, but I feel like that would work. I don't know. I, I kind of want to try it because um, just think about the regular person that's at home. And like, if you're on tour, you're not gonna see them anyway because they they're gonna be at home. And like, that could become lonely, and they might not want to come on the road with you as well. Um, I part of me feels like I, that I have to date somebody that's just as busy as I am. Because um, loneliness, man, can make you make you do crazy things. For sure, one hundred percent for <laughs> sure. <laughs> I you know, risk death to be in the friend zone. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the <laughs> free time. Free time will make you go crazy, man. That's why when I was a kid, I used to hate when my parents were unemployed, and I used to bring home a bad report card because they had time to think about my punishment. Like that was that was the worst time. Like we're gonna get creative with this shit. <laughs> we got time. We got a cork board. We're gonna map it out. <laughs> Instead of like, oh shit, I'm busy. Like what the fuck, and then just go about their day. I mean that's why society thrives on people working like this this downtime has shown me that like and let even if i got fucking fabulously wealthy i don't know if i'd ever want to be retired because mm-hmm. right now i can do all the leisure activities minus going to bars or traveling that i normally do mm-hmm. this ain't fun yeah it's and it's it, it. That's why I told you, I need structure in my life. Like I have to like have know what I'm gonna do, stay busy, cause like every time, man, and it's 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 boring. You start doing things that you don't want to do. That that can turn out negatively for your health. Um, it's yeah. I, you start thinking about all the women you want to sleep with. <laughs> I said the first two weeks, man. I was sitting on my ex, like yo, I miss you, and just everything, and like. I had I was like okay I, I'm I'm being dumb I have to figure out how to be busy while I'm in the house like because I'm used to being on the road so that's you know, I'm always busy traveling doing stuff but it's like I have to find 
how to make this quarantine business. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And just you know, and, and you're doing it right. You're doing it right with the structure of the working out. I'm like, I need to get to that level. I need to instead of just like right now, I kind of sleep until I wake up. <laughs> I've been going to bed like four or five AM some nights. Mm-hmm. Eh, whenever I wake up, I wake up. <laughs> Unless I have a show scheduled like to do this, like I wake up when I wake up. Then I kind of make my way into the kitchen, make some coffee, and then like, do I want to go play some video games or should I do some work? Hmm. Make that decision on the spot. <laughs> I've been telling everybody, man, this this right now, this quarantine is like when we were kids, this is like the summer break for adults right now. Like we <laughs> we out of school and we just doing everything we want to do right now. Yeah, just not nearly as many drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's probably a good thing, right? Right. Yeah, man. At this point, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't do drugs, alcohol anymore. But like, I wouldn't even buy street drugs just for the fact of Corona. Like, I don't know the drug dealer putting his hands on there, who he meeting all these people. Like, it could be Corona in your weed, bro. Like, I mean, it should burn off, right? (laughs) (laughs) My boy, my boy, my friend, uh, he's a comic in New York, stays in a hostel and he smoked blunts and he like, he had half of it lit and it came back and like, it was just like left to a rope. Somebody smoked his blunt and he was about to smoke it. I'm like, bro, like, the you fuck's wrong with you? Another blunt off of somebody like this is crazy. Yeah, that that that's dumb. That is dumb as hell. Oh, that reminds <laughs> me. I totally shared a shared a J with a girl pre-lockdown, post fucking shit starting to go sideways though. Like early March. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. I, I'm fine now, but in retrospect, like oh, that could have been bad. Yeah, didn't fuck her either. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, that would have been oh but I normally don't smoke. Like normally I'm a hallucinogens guy, so it's like eh, it'd be okay. weird to just drop acid in my apartment by myself. <laughs> like we're about to go on a twelve hour trip in my living room. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, that sounds like a bad plan. <laughs> and for the most part, like as much as I you know, I do drink, obviously. I've been pretty much just drinking like when I'm on air with people. Like it's not like I'm sitting here drinking because this is a social thing for me. And that honestly is one of my biggest things I'm missing about the lockdown is going out to bars and like actually the social aspect of drinking. Mm-hmm. Being around people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like just being in the club atmosphere, being around people. I, I do enjoy just being around people and just not directly even have to talk to them, but just like being around people is like, I, I do miss that. I mean, he'll be back sooner or later as long as motherfuckers stay inside for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. I'm like, I was seeing on social media from over Easter weekend that motherfuckers were still getting together for Easter. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it's fucking Easter. Right. Of like all the days that you have to get together for Easter? Really? <laughs> really? Like, mm, that ham was worth dying for. Right. I killed grandma for some chocolate eggs and some peeps. <laughs> Stay the fuck home. It's funny because Trump was saying that this was going to be lifted by Easter. And now he's like, yo, what happened to that? 
I mean, this is also the guy who said he was going to show us his tax return. So <laughs> true, true. I mean, I'm hoping that we get to see his tax returns before we're let out because you know, keep the order of the lies. <laughs> but nah, it's fucked. I mean, it's, it, I've read some reports that it's like some people are talking 18 months before we're actually out. Out. Yeah, somebody told me that. I don't see that happening. Um, I think it's 18 months before we get a vaccine, maybe. But um, 18 months is a long time, and I just don't see that. Kind, I don't see we're a business. Nah, I, I just don't see that happening. I see maybe July, August, and they said it might be a, it might come back around as well. Uh, which is that's what I'm more afraid of when it start getting cold, um, kind of like the flu. Well, um, I'm worried about that. I'm worried about like when it comes back around, especially if like haven't caught it beforehand. Like, oh hey, caught it this time. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's I am kind of worried because that's why when I when this thing ends, I think it's gonna end in the summer. I'm gonna go on tour and I'm gonna um make as much money as I can, don't spend a lot and just save up just in case for this this winter. Um see how that goes. You gonna do your first tour with a mask on? <laughs> I'm definitely I'm gonna bring like if I ride the bus or plane or bus. I'll bring a sheet and put that over like the seats. Like I'm bringing my hand sanitizer, some mask. Yeah, I'm gonna be prepared. See people at shows. I'm gonna have gloves on if they want to shake hands, take pictures, have a ruler for six feet. <laughs> I'm be prepared, man. Start bringing your own mic to the club with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know those mics are dirty as fuck. Come on. Yeah, well, I'll probably clean it off before I go up there. See, I would just be bringing my own mic. Be like, out of the case. <laughs> Plug it in. There we go. Back That's in case. <laughs> I mean, that'd be actually a pretty fucking funny bit post Corona. Yeah, it's gonna be some funny things. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to all the material. I and mean, there's gonna be a lot of hack Corona material coming out too. But yeah, I'm not gonna touch on it. I'm gonna. Um, I already made that decision because I know it's gonna be like when Trump became president. There's a lot of Trump jokes out there, so I'm just gonna kind of stick with my regular act and um, not really touch that. Yeah, between people doing that in between Saturday Night Live is going to all be done. Yeah, it'll, it'll all be done. And depending on how this goes, especially how the 2020 election goes, it's going to be a whole round of more Trump jokes and more mm-hmm. coronavirus jokes. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm curious to see someone like some of the comics that have families and shit, like what kind of material about their family comes out of the like quarantine. Yeah. Cause that, that may be some funny takes on it. Yeah. I, I think, um, I'm not going to touch my Corona, but I'm definitely going to touch on like, this is, this is definitely gave me a lot of time to think about like relationships like, that I've been in and stuff like that. And just like, so maybe some of the situations where I, I like I said, I called my ex and stuff like that. And like those type of situations and, um, and like family, cause I'm with my mom. So yeah, I might touch on some stuff like that per se. Is it rough being with your moms right now? No, it's pretty cool. We, we, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's not bad at all. She get on you to make- discipline. <laughs> she get on you to make your bed and shit. Nah, nah, she's too busy. She'll make her own bed, but like, she's she's the one that actually kind of helped me get into a structure because she was like, um, I'm learning now. It's like, um, 
and to move up, you got to be more focused on things. And like she was just telling me, like, like you know, you got to set your time and be more disciplined if you want to make it to that next level and um, use your time wisely. So she's kind of this this quarantine, man, it's like been life changing a positive for me. I know people out there dying, you know, I'm sad to hear that, but like it's really got me time to refocus and um, see things that, you know, that I could have been doing and, and implemented into my life. Yeah, I mean, you're doing it right. You are absolutely doing it right. I am jealous of your, de- your dedication, determination, and all this shit. Like, we got two months, bro. It ain't over. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm also a real, I'm also a realistic person. <laughs> if I haven't changed it up in the first month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you funny. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. I mean, it might. Be. That's why, like, the people that actually work from home full time, like, say stuff like, "Oh, get dressed for work every day," because it mm-hmm. helps put them in the work mindset. Like, you hear stories about people that work from home, like putting on a shirt and tie for when they're mm-hmm. in work hours, and then changing out of it after work hours to help them just mentally do that yeah bro like that's what i'm learning because i've been doing these videos called coping with covid and but it's like you learn like that's one thing i've been learning through this whole thing is like my weaknesses and how to cope with it in a positive way and and it's little things that might sound silly to you but mentally they just keep you on track and keep you more disciplined so like i I do agree with like you know dressing for your job um (laughs) i keep saying it about staying busy like that helps me fight depression and fight, you know, feeling because like I, I'm i usually on stage six times a week. So it's like I can't just be sitting down thinking about, you know, that I'm not on stage right now. I can't be thinking about oh, all the money I can be making, not selling merch and stuff like that. So it's like I have to kind of like be doing stuff to keep my mind away from that. My ex, you know, or, or just past relationships, you know, not dwelling on that. So I, I learned. I le- yeah, I learned that I have to really be busy in order for me not to dwell on things and um, cope. Yeah, you got to find your things to cope, I guess. No, definitely. Definitely. Speaking of exes, any of them tried to holler at you? Um, One, like, we had, like, a, a talk and, like, it was pretty good. It was, we just kind of, like, got everything out of the air and just was like, dang, this was the issue. This why I was mad. This why I was mad. And then we're like, we were cool after that. And like, it's pretty dope. Nice, nice. Any mutual masturbation afterwards? Like, oh, we got to, you know. Nah, <laughs> nah, but it felt fulfilling, bro. It was like one of them. <laughs> it was just fulfilling, <laughs> but not because I masturbated. <laughs> but it was just like, you start to realize, man, a lot of shit is just dumb. Like, I learned that a lot of relationships in and just or friendships in general is because of um, bad communication. People just don't communicate. Yeah, people believe me. I agree. I agree. I mean, though, don't my audience has heard enough about like my recent fucking ex drama? But yeah, that all boiled down to her and I both being people that are really bad at communicating with each other. Then you learn from it, and then the next one, you know what to do. Oh, uh, the problem is uh, I don't learn because that one's been on and off for like ten years. So, uh, does it get better every time you get back? Or oh no, this was much worse. <laughs> This was much, 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 much worse. Oh, dang. That's the them feelings. Them old feelings start coming back. Maybe you start regretting a little bit. And you be like, oh, shit. Like, 
Oh, yeah. Well, especially because I have guilt on how things have gone in the past. So, like, I am so thankful that, like, I blocked her on everything back in February. Mm-hmm. So, like, the temptation's not even there to, like, reach out. Oh, yeah. I definitely do that. I do the mute. Uh, mute. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I didn't mute. I, like, flat out blocked her on everything. Like, unfriended, blocked her, sent her a pretty, fairly dramatic text and was like, have a good life and blocked her phone number. Dang. Like, I need to do it's, this. It's over, over. Oh, yeah. Like, one day, one night, you might feel lonely, start listening to some Drake. <laughs> then that unblock happened. <laughs> this, this is part of the reason that I'm doing everything in my power to distract myself with other females during all this. Ah, uh, okay. Like, just, like, oh, yo, hey, what up? Just bullshit. Like, even if it's just on a friendship tip, like, just bullshit with other females, like, I'll just take the female attention to, you know, remove the little bit of temptation. Well, they say um, <laughs> a rerun. They say there's never been a good sequel. Yeah, yeah. And we're on a trilogy, so. <laughs> it's like, this is like the Terminator 3 of the fucking relationship. And that movie was fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. It, now it's on to the next it's but got to be distracted because it's like well that's comfortable like i i know i know what's going on there like mm, need to nope nope be strong and be like hi new girl i don't know very well how are you you know also good for this time too my boy did this perfectly he, he wanted to break away his girl for so long but he did it right before quarantine and now he know that she can't just pop up and see him. Like you, they really got to go through that grieving stage because they can't see each other. I know, I know. Back to the like the whole social media thing. That is one of the most fucked up parts about like modern societies. You were never truly done with an ex because they can always find you some way somehow on socials. Yeah, our parents' generation, they broke up on the motherfucker unless they were really a crazy person. They're out of your fucking life. You may never yeah. see that person again. Mm-hmm. Now That's for now, the fucking fine, especially if you're in the public light. You know, I can't stop her from downloading these episodes and hearing me talk about her on air. Yeah, you know, unless you actually saw your ex like walk into a club, you can't stop her from coming to see you perform. And how awkward would that shit be? Like, oh shit, uh, security, can you get rid of her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a completely different day and age for that shit. You now mm-hmm. you're never really true, truly done with someone. That's uh, it's crazy. But no, we're, we're in this new world. We just got to learn how to adapt. We got to, you know. We got to learn when it's okay to hit block and block someone on everything and try to limit it for our own well-being. Yeah, man. You're right. I haven't done the block. I've done the mute. And, um, but, you know, you never know. I I might have to end up doing the block. But it's like, I definitely feel like sometimes you do have to, like, you know, not see that person and just not deal with it. Because the feelings are always going to be there. But it's like, you got to know, like, um, is it healthy for me to try to go, you know, get back into that. You know, a lot of times it's not because once you do it, them old reasons why you're mad, upset, 
you know, they gonna come back. So it's gonna be like mixed emotions, and then you know, one of you gonna be looking at you side eyes. So it's like it's best to just leave it alone. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like, especially because as time passes, you tend to forget the bad shit. You tend to forget, like, oh, hey, this person did this shit that like I really wasn't down with. That's that's the problem with going back to exes. Is like people may change a little bit, but in the grand scheme, people don't change. And if it didn't work the first time, the thing you're one hundred percent right. The things that caused you to break up in the first place probably are gonna pop right the fuck back up. Yeah, buddy. Because uh, <laughs> we got all like serious and somber in this motherfucker. Like, no, not not the intention. Not the intention. Because you're making me think now. Like we, because I was texting back yesterday. We kind of were like. Kind of cool. It was like going good, but I'm just like, uh, part of me is like, uh, I know where this is about to go. Like, we just, you know, it's friendly right now. And then, you know, eventually it might go back. The feelings start coming back. And I was like, uh, but it's like, I think I need to stop. I think I need to just let it go. Yeah, I agree. You know, maybe find someone new in this quarantine. Really yeah. get to know them because all you got to do is all you got is time to talk and find out about what they're about. Yeah, that's true. It's a it's a you know an interesting time for dating because it's like oh hey I get to know what you're into I get to know what your hobbies are about it's not like hey meet you at a bar get fucked up end up smashing like oh that was fun you want to do that again and mm-hmm. working out all the hey are we actually compatible things later on yeah yeah man that's. Uh... <laughs> that's what I've been learning now like cause I'm not a type of I'm like just like try to fuck every chick type um, I like to like date and just like you know kind of like mess with one girl at a time it's like I've really now I kind of want to start getting to know a woman which turns out makes women even hornier cause they're like oh shit you're not just a dog yeah like, it's a weird balancing act cause I found like on one hand if you you know they, they smell when you're just trying to fuck. Like, unless yeah. that's what they're looking for, then yeah, they're used to dudes just being like, yo, you're going to let me in? You're going to let me in? You're going to let me in? They, they get that shit. But at the point where, like, they're down to fuck, if you don't fuck at that point, you may never get another opportunity. Because a lot of women, you know, it gets in their head like, wait a minute, I just basically threw that, threw him at that dude. What, what the fuck happened that he said no? Mm-hmm. So I, I found that out the hard way through fucking years and years and years ago. Fucking went out with this chick, was into her. Like one thing started leading to another, and it was just kind of like I put the brakes on because A, I liked her, and B, I didn't have a condom. <laughs> the, this is a point where I still regularly, all, like almost universally use condoms these days. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that raw dog life happens. <laughs> Um, and I never got another shot. Like she was just took it. I took it personal. Like, what what is this dude? This dude doesn't want to fuck me. (laughs) Told him I wanted to fuck and he doesn't want to. Then it just never went anywhere. Right. That's funny. So the important life lesson is woman. If you like a woman and she tells you that she is down and she wants to fuck, you got to fuck. Like, if she don't mean shit, and this was just going to be a one-time thing anyways, 
then decide if you want to fuck or not. But if you really like her, you probably have to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you, man. I got to get out of here, though. Uh, it was a pleasure. We'll definitely do Thanks. this again soon. Hopefully, after this, after this quarantine is over, you know, you make it out to L.A., we can do this in person. Yeah, I'm going to be out there soon, man. I got um, I got some some friends out there. I want to get some stage time out there as well. And I'm um, trying to get um, some TV tapings out there. So Coming out definitely. for pilot season? Yeah. Assuming whenever that happens again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to make that happen. Awesome. Before you jump off, where can people find your comedy? Where can they find your merch? Because you got that new album too, right? Um, yeah, um, I just released the Quarantine Comedy Special, um, which is on all streaming platforms, um, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anything that you listen to your music is on there. Um, also, you can purchase it at bombmichael.com, um, as well as with T-shirt, betting on myself. And um, I'm on all social media platforms at Von Michael, spelled V-O-N-M-Y-C-H-A-E-L. Hell yeah. Check out Von. He's a funny motherfucker. We will definitely do this again soon. Von, it was a pleasure. Stay safe. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs>